0: Um, well, Lee Wunsch is the uh, CEO of the Federation here in Houston and without a doubt gets the Hero of the Day uh, award for us, for, from us because he has been our host um, here in Houston for the entire day and, and led the tour to homes, synagogues devastated areas, showed us a tremendous amount, uh, appreciated the fact and continues to appreciate the fact that we're here from the New York, New Jersey area, expressing concern and wanting to help raise a little bit of money and raise awareness. Lee, welcome to JM in the AM.
1: Thank you, and thank you for coming to Houston.
0: A pleasure. How long have you been in Houston, Texas?
1: I've been in Houston, Texas since 1978.
0: Wow. That's quite a stretch of time. <laughs> how many a storms? Few years. How many storms have you been through? <laughs> Let's not talk
1: about how many storms.
0: <laughs> it's Too been many. a lot, though, right? Too many. M- more than you can count on one hand. Too many. And this one, and it, 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 it is taking on again one of the themes of this show. Uh, a lot of people don't realize it was completely unexpected as a damaging storm. This was not a quote-unquote tropical storm with a name. It was not hurricane season, which starts June 1st. This came out of nowhere to a degree. A lot of people went to sleep that night, that Monday night, not realizing the type of damage they'd be having all you through know, the night and the next morning.
1: We're used to hurricane season. It started June 1st. The storm was a week before. Hurricane season, we know a storm is coming. We have a lot of uh, opportunities to get ready, the to data. prepare, right. weather forecasts, right. etc. This storm was coming like a regular rainstorm. And it rains a lot in Houston. We're a tropical climate, particularly during the summer. What we didn't expect was the uh, deluge of rain in a very short time that disproportionately affected the neighborhoods where half of our Jewish community
0: lives. How long have you been the uh, CEO of the Federation down here in Houston?
1: I've been the head of the Federation for 16 years, been with the Federation 28 years.
0: So uh, let's just take your leadership position of the last 16 years. Right. Uh, I'm sure you've had many challenges and I'm sure you've had a a lot of work to be done in many different areas, some of which was unexpected. Uh, This has got to be uh, an episode that threw you and Jewish leadership down here a little bit for a loop. It had to have been a devastating blow.
1: Uh, It has because we honestly had no idea what was happening. At the moment it was happening, again, when there's a hurricane or a tropical storm, We've planned, you can't plan for every storm because every storm is different. But in this case, it simply started raining. And before we knew it, the neighborhoods were flooded. And in the day, the first day after the rain, the city was shut down, we couldn't even move. So some of us are trying to work from home, but it wasn't until the Wednesday after the storm that the it began to uh, reveal itself as to what had happened. Oh, yeah.
0: Is it safe to say because of the magnitude of the Federation, because of the, as we've described it, the incredible ability you have down here to really be a fantastic resource for all uh, of the diverse Jewish community? I mean, you are, you know, we're sitting here in the JCC, you with the Federation next door. It's not an understatement to say that you are the umbrella of the entire Jewish community, that every segment of the community depends on you. With that responsibility on you, um, did you wonder if you'd be able to supply and and, uh, and uh, effectively handle the, what, what people needed to be handled in the aftermath of the storm? It must have been a, yeah, a scary you know, situation it's for you. It was
1: a scary situation, but uh, because we've had some experience dealing with these storms, we had somewhat of a game plan. And again, every storm is different, uh, but I'm always impressed and inspired by the fact that people, our professional leadership, our volunteers, they step up to the plate. When families are in crisis, as they definitely were and continue to be, uh, we step up and uh, and respond.
0: Um, you didn't know, at least I would assume you didn't know, if the financial support necessary to help the people would come through. Um, it,
1: it, you're absolutely right. You had right. no idea. You had no idea had how no people idea. would
0: respond. Right. Yet, Jewish communities, both as individuals and as organizations throughout the entire country, helped out in the last six weeks
1: we've we've received uh, a lot of support from communities around the country quite frankly from including some communities in israel right but i'll be i'd be less than honest if i didn't tell you that the magnitude of the cost is such that we need more help and of course the reason i'm delighted you're here is because it's disappeared from the media right both nationally and locally. And so part of our job is to keep this uppermost in people's minds that this is a long-term recovery process that will be the costliest natural disaster to ever affect Houston's Jewish community.
0: And as we've said, the community down here has been through others, but this will be the costliest. So we'll get out the web address in a minute. Um, this is something you explained to us earlier today. Uh, there are so many people in Houston, thank God, both Jewish and non-Jewish, who had no damage. There are so many people in this city of you know so many thousands that that you know were able to go to work a couple of days later and get back to normal, and that's what you mean when you say that there's just you know even locally this has been out of the media. We would suspect you know the Houston newspapers are probably covering this on a daily basis. In many cases they're not. They're not because it's just out of the picture. And we have hundreds. You've estimated five hundred. Someone earlier said uh, the four eighty. Uh, you know of families just within the Jewish community here who are in dire need, in terrible situations. You gave us a tour earlier of a couple of different homes. The downstairs, we're talking about the main floors, the dining rooms, the living rooms, in many cases, bedrooms, the kitchens, completely devastated, gone forever. Either And decisions are going to have to be made to rebuild, how to rebuild, maybe knock down the entire home and, and rebuild it from scratch. There are people who are in a very tough situation right now.
1: So they fall into two categories. We're concerned as a community with the short, midterm recovery of these families that are facing extraordinary financial exposure. They want to rebuild their homes uh, to whatever degree, but the home, two of the home, you saw two homes yep. today, and multiply it times hundreds. Right. Similar. Situations. Same scene. You've seen
0: plenty. You can attest to the fact that it's the same scene in each or one. Fifty sixty homes right. over
1: the last six weeks. And the bigger challenge for the community is that this has been a very stable Jewish community for many, many years. It's a good Jewish community. Not the size of Jewish communities in the tri-state area. No, we're not talking but about size. We're talking about quality. Quality Jewish right. community where everybody gets along. A beautiful community. But if families make decisions that they don't want to subject themselves to additional flooding. Right then they could make decisions to either leave the neighborhoods where we've invested billions in our Jewish community institutions over the last 60 years, or even worse, leave the city. And that would devastate our Jewish community, right. devastate.
0: And you mentioned that the, when it comes to the Orthodox community, there's an added component where because of Shabbos, walking, etc., proximity to schools, it's a tighter community. Could you imagine if, God forbid, a percentage of that group would pick up and leave, obviously would have a tremendous effect. Right, so just success. two
1: years or three years after the OU said Houston right. is one of the most desirable Jewish communities for young Orthodox families to come and live a rich Jewish life, we could literally see the exodus of those same families. Right from the community, from yeah. the
0: city. Today's not the day for the tour, for those prospective people That's who correct. want to move in, but hopefully in a few months. I only take friends on the tours. I don't <laughs> right. take strangers <laughs> Hopefully in a few months there'll be a right. great tour again. We'll right. be able to show correct. people how incredible correct. this community is. Uh, Lee Wunsch is with us. He's CEO of the Federation here in Houston, Texas. When it's not a discussion about devastation, but it's not a discussion about the supporting HoustonJewish.org slash HoustonFlood. That's HoustonJewish.org slash HoustonFlood. Your days are spent uh, doing what when we're not talking about, uh, you know, homes being devastated and synagogues we're, that have to re- we're rebuild. We're focused
1: on building a vibrant Jewish community here and helping our Jewish communities around the globe. And
0: people would be amazed at the events, at the outreach, At the programs, at the summer camps, at what goes on in this building, what goes on in your building, they'd be amazed at just how much of a vibrant Jewish presence there is here.
1: Right. When my parents moved to Texas in 1951, their family, my family in the New York area said, where the heck are you going? And in 1951, of course, it was, uh, you know, not much of a Jewish community in the various cities in Texas. Today, we have a vibrant, active, dynamic Jewish community and lots of activities, and uh, you can lead a very nice Jewish life in, in Houston. No so question. the Federation's involved with uh, all of the things that go on in, in our community and indeed around the world.
0: Yeah, no question about it. And the enormity is just incredible. I mean, we right. spoke about it th- during the early part of this program. One of our guests was telling us just, oh, the, the, the um, uh, CEO of this, uh, of this building, right. of the Jewish Federation, of the Jewish, um, community, uh, Center. Of the Jewish community Center, of the J, as it's called. And just going through some of the things that happen on a typical summer day. And it's really, people would find it uh, amazing. I'm sure they do as they listen in. Uh, again, uh, we're in a crisis situation in Houston, Texas. Six weeks later, while the bulk of the world thinks that this problem is over and that synagogues are able to get back on their feet and that uh, and that um, families are able to just move on and uh, are already in the process of rebuilding, that's 100% false. Uh, it's just not true. Uh, we are still in a crisis situation. Anybody out there who wants to help, HoustonJewish.org slash HoustonFlood. You have many approbations from around the world of people who recognize the great work that's being done here and how you're allocating the money very carefully through, through you know, very uh, credible resources. So people should uh, take that to heart and give whatever they can. HoustonJewish.org slash HoustonFlood. Lee, thank you so much for everything thank today. You. Thank you for being here. And we appreciate you having us. It's great to be here.